wait, should we say hi? Hi! <laughs> hey. hey! Hi! This is already a mess. I'm so sorry. I'm so awkward with starting <laughs> things. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first unofficial Vampire Academy podcast. We are the Guardians of the Dominion, and we're here with our very first episode. Even if it's a mini episode, it's the same thing because we're here. I am your host, Theo, your president. And your local blood whore, because this series has taken over my life, and I can't escape, and I'm obsessed, and that's me. So, everyone else, it's your turn to introduce yourselves to our lovely listeners. All right. It's, I almost said it's me. They don't know who I am. It's me. I'm, Hi. It's me. I'm the problem. I, I am the problem. I am indeed the problem. It is me. Um, I am Peyton, otherwise known as VA Shock Tracker. And I am one of your co-hosts. Hi, I'm Lena. Um, I'm Lena Mobu from Twitter. All for some of you, mom. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Bryn on Twitter too, I guess. Um, and uh, I'm one of the co-hosts. Also, I'm water on the on the thing. Um, that's my element is water. I love water. Yay! <laughs> Only those Quirtle bug. Drink more water. <laughs> Okay. Hi, I'm Carmen, and I'm the last of your co-host. Hi, Carmen. And the most uh, professional, clearly. Carmen's like, prepare. She's like, I got oh, yeah, this. Sure. I should have, see, I left my notebook in my room, because I was like, you know what? My notes are useless. You guys are like one step ahead of me. <laughs> so are you going to introduce our seg- little uh, history segment, Lena? Okay. This is so okay, chaotic. So- it's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's talk about the elephant in the room uh how we all came into this how did we discover va um i personally discovered va through the movie which i know is a bit cursed as an origin story but i saw the movie when it was in french theaters and i saw it in french so it's doubly cursed uh and we really <laughs> liked it and then discovered that there was a book and i basically read all the books the following week and realized how bad the movie actually was it's camp um, it's camp okay it's camp yeah it, it is it's camp yeah it's line uh, for yeah. line they re- they really took that they you really know. took it yeah they just made it very mean girlsy but that's how i got into it and um i'm not gonna lie i was pretty suspicious about the show like i i wasn't sold on it I also think that a lot of the pictures we decided to use for the press release were not the most, uh, the kindest to some of the actors. Um, but uh, I ended up loving it. And then I just uh, realized I had a Twitter that I barely touched in five years. And uh, here I am. And you, Bryn, how did you get in there? Okay, so I started reading the book. I can't even remember. Um, but I do remember reading the last, the last book the summer before my junior year because I wanted to avoid all of my homework. And I bought the book and I was like, I'm gonna read this huge book and then I'm gonna forget that I have homework. So then I do remember that. I remember watching the movie in theaters as well. And I remember thinking, oh, this is like a good, it was like a good, well, compared to the show, it's not a good adaptation. <laughs> but at the time I was like, okay, this is, I can kind of see what they were trying to do. It's like high school-y. It doesn't have like the exact like elements I wanted, but they do hit like every single, like, you know what I mean, scene, basically. You were won over by the camp. I was won over by Zoe Dwight. Zoe, how do you say whatever her last Deutsch. name is? Deutsch. Yeah. Deutsch. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I do like her a lot as an actor, so I she she did win me over. But I do prefer to see as Rose. I'm really sorry, but um, and then I got into the show because of the book. So I I heard about the show like last year. I was in a group chat with a bunch of people who watched Vampire Diaries, 
and they were talking about how the show they're gonna have a show and i was like oh okay and then i remember mm -hmm. they sent the behind the scenes picture of um the scene where dimitri and rose are making out at yeah the, can you think the one from they x6 said, yeah 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 and so that was leaked. And so we were all like, oh, I, we don't know if this looks good. We don't know if this is going to be worried. Yeah. So I remember watching the show. And then the show came out. Sorry, the show came out. And then I, luckily, they, they aired four episodes. Because by the first episode, I was like, okay. But by the fourth episode, I was like, yo, this is so good. I like it. I love it. And then I got on Twitter, which I've been avoiding for like two years. I like, <laughs> deleted it. I was on like I was unhinged on Twitter or so I was like I have to delete it I couldn't do it and then I got back on and then the second I got back on like and I tweeted I remember tweeting something about Vampire Academy and then like one of the actor one of the actresses was like retweeted it and I was like wait wait this oh is wow yeah like I'm instantly so I was like wow this is pretty cool like this fandom already like the cast and then so that it was like immediate like it was like beginning of October so it was like immediate like everybody was like hey welcome to the VA and then next thing you know I'm here. So the fandom's so thought. welcoming. What the heck? No, okay. And then Peyton, next, next up. Okay, um, I read the books when I was twelve in twenty thirteen. I started, and um, I remember watching the movie after that because I'm a twelve in twenty thirteen. I was mm -hmm. I'm twenty one. Oh my god, it was nine <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I feel old. Oh, I was twelve in twenty thirteen, and I, I was read them. thirteen. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> eleven, twelve. No, but I watched the movie because I'm a Zoe Deutsch stan. Um, and you know, the movie came out twenty fourteen. I was like thirteen years old and like a preteen. I'm like, yeah, this is nice. But I just remember like movie tree. I was like, oh, like that's fine, I guess. <laughs> but I. You know, I finished the books, but I originally started reading them because I am a whore for half-priced books. I don't know if anyone's ever been to a half-priced books, and they are always there. The Vampire Academy books are always there. And so I was just like, you know what, fine. It's $2. I'm going to start it. And then I was hooked. Um, but with the show, um, I kept getting ads for it on my TikTok. The <laughs> first time I ever saw, like, a TikTok, like, blooper reel of it, it was like a, like a... I think it was Kieran's scene on the rooftop in episode one. And I was like, do my eyes deceive me? Or is this the most attractive man I've ever seen in my entire life? So <laughs> that, remember, like, that's a god yeah. entry right there. Yeah. No, oh, I know. And then I saw Cece and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> bye, Patty, bye, Patty. <laughs> I know. I just remember like putting it in the back of my head. I was super busy at the time. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Like when I have more time, I'm going to watch it when I have more time. And then, you know, I was... I got home from a party one night and it wasn't too late. And I was like, you know what I could do? I could get a Peacock account and start Vampire Academy. <laughs> so it was like the day after episode six had been posted. So I binge watched all six episodes in one night. I stayed up until like 6.30 a.m. watching the show all throughout the night. And then I started tweeting about it like that night while I was watching it. Yeah, you on my on, Yeah, like on my personal account. And, like, within a couple days, I was, like, tweeting all the time, and I was annoying my IRL, so I was like, I need a fan account. But at that point, that's when Sarah had posted the CCTV footage um, of, like, the escape artist, and she was like, me on my way to find Karen in his cell. And yeah, all the comments, yeah, the comments were talking about, like, getting, like, the, like, the neck trackers. I think Jada said it needed wow. to double as a shock tracker, Likely. and thus I was born. 
And that yeah. very same night is when Theo said that they wanted to slurp Blake's <laughs> arm veins like spaghetti. And that wasn't like, me. Oh, no. Yes, it was. No, that that's me. It was. It was. I have screenshots sure? if I need them. That's but so I funny. Started, I can't believe you. That's where I started following that. Theo. That's where I started following Theo. So that was kind of my my foray into the fandom. I was like, damn, they're unhinged. Wow, I'm so I'm so honored. I'm so honored. We've got such range. Then, like we then you didn't fun. follow me back for weeks. Yes, I'm very selective. I'm so sorry. So yeah, that's me. That's my that's my long and complicated history. I'm gonna pass it off to Car now. <laughs> okay, so um, I was in, deep in my vampire years back in I don't know 2012, and I would spend hours every Friday at my local library. And I had read everything that they had because I didn't have that much variety, to be honest. And my librarian, uh, my librarian was like, here, take this one. You might like it. Uh, I don't even remember if I finished the book. It was the first Vampire Academy book. I think we all got that from context. <laughs> and I don't even remember if I finished it. But I do remember that they didn't have any of the other books. And most of them had come out by then, I'm pretty sure, if not most, if not all, at least most. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to read the rest of the series I don't have money to pay for this and my parents are not going to buy anything for me at this point so I kind of forgot about it for years and come 2016 I was in my Shadowhunters era and obsessed with mm-hmm. Dominic Sherwood and I watched a movie because yeah Dominic Sherwood was in it and kind of I don't know it's not the best movie but I kind of got hooked on it because it was just a fun time and it's I kept camp. coming back to it yes it is <laughs> And I kept coming back to it. And then this year, I rewatched it for the first time in a long time. And I found myself on the internet and found out there was going to be a TV show. And I was like, you know what? This is the right time. I'm finally going to grab all of those books from the library and read them. Because now I'm in a different city. So more access to books, <laughs> yay for me. <laughs> and yeah, I finally read them. And um, I wasn't really much online. I've been avoiding social media for many, many years. But then watched the show, needed someone to talk to, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's finally time to go back to Twitter. So, yeah, <laughs> that's me. That's my story with the VA, and well, now let's pass this on back to Theo, our mastermind. Hi, it's my turn now? Wow, yeah. okay, let's go. So, I don't know if I've ever brought this up before, but I really love this tiny little show called Degrassi. Um, wow. I'm so sorry to bring it up, Very but, <laughs> but um, yes, I'm like deeply obsessed with it. And um, not that long ago, I kind of like was moving my Twitter accounts because I didn't want to be on my old account anymore. And I had this side account and I was like, you know what? I miss fandom. I need to like entrench myself in something again. So I went to like dip my toe into the Degrassi <laughs> fandom. And I kept seeing pictures of, like, Andre with, like, fire. And I'm like, what the heck is Winston from Degrassi, like, doing all grown up? And so, like, I had to check it out, right? Because vampires are so sexy. Like, how could you resist that, right? So that happened to be literally the day after they dropped the first four episodes. So obviously it was fate. Like, the the universe did that for me. So I very legally watched all four episodes, um, very legally just saying and um I remember getting to the second episode and like seeing Meredith and Mia's first scene and being like 
wait, are they? No, no, they're not. Oh my God. Like I had, <laughs> it was so exciting. Cause so I was good. like, wait a, wait a second. It's gay <laughs> question mark. Yeah. So like, that was honestly like super fun. Um, and then I just, like, made, like, a re- I forgot even what the tweet was, but, like, suddenly people, like, fans were, like, following me, which was so, I didn't think that would happen, because it's, like, I'm just some random account with, like, three followers who, like, hasn't been active since, like, 2021. Um, yeah, and then I joined the fandom, made some cursed edits, made some good edits, and then I had to beg for some podcast hosts, and somehow this happened. Um, also... I had never read the books before. I had no idea that they were actually a thing. Like, I've never heard of Vampire Academy before. But um, around the finale, I started reading them. I'm still on Shadow Kiss mm-hmm. right now because I can't focus on anything. <laughs> um, it's not that I don't like the book because it's honestly, I love it so much, especially like every Rose and Christian interaction gives me life. So good to meet <laughs> Right? Meatloaf. But um, hopefully I'll finish the series before we finish the podcast because... I need to. Hopefully, we have years of this. Right? So, that's my story. That's everyone's story. And now we're here. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Let me just check Lena's notes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we said we talk about ships and characters. Crap. We all forgot. We all forgot. We all forgot. As a little sneak peek, we can all like go around and talk about our favorite things from the show. Okay, so talking a bit more about the show, personally, I, got, I was uh, very much into Romitri in the books, but I was very pleasantly surprised because from the like first or second episode, I can't remember, I just fell in love with Meredith. Like the second Rianne walked on my screen, I was already like... You were yes, like, that's but... my wife. But <laughs> yeah, that's my soulmate right there. But besides that, like the character itself, I feel like I'm a very Meredith person. We had this conversation while planning the podcast that like my gender is spreadsheet spreadsheets person. Like this is my, my gender. I'm a spreadsheet person. Um so I feel like I really like loved her for that. Um and uh, yeah, from then on, uh she was with Mia and I really loved that. So Mia Mia is definitely like my my ship for the show. I think partly because I know the others are gonna get a happy ending because of the books. Like, yeah, they missed, like, they killed Miguel. They're not gonna Hopefully. do that to Romitri, like, right. So, so yeah, uh, Momia was my favorite, and Meredith. And then, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, you might know that I do very long prediction threads where there's like way too many tweets and prediction bingo cards. So I'm very much into that, and also you make prediction like, spreadsheets. Yeah, and also like very much into commentary, like looking at the at the way things are represented, like uh, sex work and politics and rebellion and like the meaning of friendships and shit and shit like that. Like, um, so yeah, I think that's the English major in me sometimes coming out a bit. But and we'll definitely have episodes for those specific things. I'm I'm sure, Uh, but you know, I can I can be thirsty too if you guys need. I mean. So yeah, that's about it. Uh, about it for me, I think. Oh, and also my favorite eps actually episode is five. I know a lot of people. I love five, seven, but I love five. And I think that I love the first four ones when they came out. But when I saw five, I was like, yes, yes, what I'm, what I want, and what I'm going for. So I have like five as top top, and then special mentions for ten, seven, and three. Uh, so yeah, I just really love them. Three mostly because of the dawn scene and then of Mamiya going on that little walk but that we never got to see but we love no, it very frustrating. 
Very, um, very frustrating, but we have headcanons. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, yeah. I feel like the first four episodes are, like, a really good, like, intro. And then, like, once it gets to five, you're like, oh, my God, this could be, like, something incredible. Like, I yeah, just, exactly. like, the first four episodes are still really good and they're kind of quaint and fun. But, like, mm-hmm. five starts and then every episode after that just gets more and more intense. Just amps up the stakes. And also, like, five, yeah, I feel stakes. what kind of, like swoop me in is that I'm very much an ensemble person mm-hmm. and the fact that they were all together apart exactly. from Dominion and stuff you could really kind of see all the different dynamics and all the potential and I'm, I'm a big friendship person right the ships are amazing but it's yeah. like I feel like the friendship moments are the ones that get me the most because you don't always get that in tv shows they always want to yeah. like put their romance mm-hmm. above everything but I feel like VA is just like honestly has been killing it with like the friendships I know like there's, there were so many like also uh, Rolissa obviously but I so really love the potential of Mare and Rose where they really seem to get right yes like, that, that's something I really wanted a lot more of and now I also really love Mia and Lisa I think like there's a nice parallel going on yes so yeah yes. like um, I love the friendships and Five gave me a lot of that so and a lot of female friendship friendships too and a, a lot of like Mikael and Rose as well like the boot tap and all that don't yeah. don't don't <laughs> I'm gonna get emotional. Next call. Sure. Um, so I obviously <laughs> read the books right before going into the um show, and I was really, really excited to see what they did with Romeo as well. Especially because like they fixed the age cup. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yes. Thank the spirits. Like I don't mind an age cup, but like it was too much. Was and they kept bringing it up in the book, too. He'd yes. be like, you're a child. And yes. I'm like, don't say that. So <laughs> weird. Let me suspend yes. my disbelief. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I always pretend that it didn't happen that way. The rose was older when they meet. They let me live in denial. Exactly. So I was really excited about Romitri. And then I just fell in love with every single character. I love everyone's portrayal. It just, like, feels so real. Like, they really understood the assignment. They got the assignment and understood <laughs> it perfectly. And I just love it everyone is perfect and I like I was I mentioned I came from the movie first and especially with Rose I was like for me Zoe Deutsch was an amazing Rose and I was like how is anyone gonna top this then Sissy came and did it and I'm like yes queen go she was like hold my bag I'm gonna blow this girl's mind (laughs) Sissy is like race accurate which like thank god yeah like she was like the moment I saw the first interview with her I'm like Rose Fives, and then I saw the show, and I was like, "Okay, go off, go off." Like, I love Sissy it. is Rose, like yeah, yeah. She, IRL in, too. In interviews, yeah. you can tell, like right. And I mean, she so has bad. with Kieran. Like I remember listening to We Are YA, the official podcast, and Kieran was like, "I have such a hard time whenever we have to play sad scenes because I see her and she's heartbroken, and I just want to comfort her, and I can't." That's... And I like, <laughs> oh God, my heart. <laughs> Yeah. such a sweet my heart I can't handle it and my favorite episode um I'm not sure like I, I really do love episode five too but um there's something about episode um nine that I just really love like that like are, are they gonna leave with Mason and Rose or not so, like what's going on what's gonna happen with the Dimitri I was just like very on the edge of basically for that episode even though it feels like a little bit of a filler like I don't know like there were some things that, like they were setting like up filler. for episode 10 that I was just like really excited about and I don't know I just for some reason mm. I love that episode and episode yeah. 9 gave us fuck you Dimitri yes <laughs> amazing which is good 
It's what we needed it. after episode eight. It's what we needed. Yeah. Yeah. It was cathartic. Thinking. It was. That it was. scene of Dragozera in the like uh, greenhouse is just. It's just all the feels. Don't, don't, yeah. don't talk to me. It's painful. In front of me. It's painful. Talk about them. Oh my god, okay. Wait, can I... I don't find it painful. Can I, can I say a quick tangent? Yeah. About okay. about their their sort of breakup scene for the millionth time in the greenhouse. The first time I watched it, I knew... I, like, I could feel it coming. And I'm sitting there, like, laughing to myself. Like, oh my god, look at these crazy kids at it again, having a breakup, even though they're not technically together. I thought it was the... <laughs> funniest thing i was like legit like i was giggling i thought it was so funny and then um so everyone was crying about it and i'm just like no it's funny guys they're just stupid and dramatic and but then but then i listened to the podcast with um danny and andre and then hearing everyone talk about it i started bawling i was like oh my god they love each other so much so it's like that's the like the sad part (laughs) is just how much they love each other not the actual breakup because it's funny but then yeah you, like, and you also like about it and cry. <laughs> i kind of oh, felt like it was really hopeful like right it was so breaking up right now when we get i was on the same boat as you because i after like their 500 breakup i can't <laughs> believe it anymore. like i'm like they're gonna get back together and they're gonna break up again yeah. <laughs> no they're good actors and if i had if that was their first breakup i would have cried but that wasn't their first breakup it was their 500 <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> It's fine. And also, like, it was really hopeful. Like, she was just saying the timing is wrong and I need some yeah. time for myself. Right. No, she was like, definitely... when I marry you. Yeah, yeah. right? Yes. She like, was like, whenever, like it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. It's just not right now. Yeah. Like, like I, I think the sadness wasn't in the breaking up. The sadness was in, like, all the pain that they felt. Like, mm-hmm. despite everything like they loved each other so much but the universe keeps like throwing stuff at them and like they can't help but like they can't help but connect each other to like traumatic events in their life and so like that's what they they need some space to like like it was really bittersweet i feel it was beautiful honestly like when i was was watching that episode with my mom i was like well like i've seen it so i've seen that episode so many times so it's not like sad for me but like i never noticed like how wet their faces were i was like damn like they're crying like rent is due tomorrow like they turned on the waterworks yeah right they were both crying but danny like their life depended on danny is such a good crier he's an amazing crier like in ep 10 with andre like my heart just could not take it but don't mention that scene made me cry that scene made me cry she has the fattest tears and they just roll in the most perfect line down her face so like it works great you look perfect her and sissy can just like they can do dramatic i need them to get awards i'm not even kidding especially after episode seven like oh my god that scene broke me like I'm not a crier. Like I don't cry at movies mm-hmm. or TV shows, like ever. But the Andrea scene really got mm-hmm. me, and also somebody else that gets me in a very different way. Um, it's well, of course, I'm biased, but like the mummy I seen at the end, where they both just like break into each other's that arms. That scene hurt me. And that it's was like beautiful. they're unloading so much, and then it's just like. <laughs> Uh, okay, that scene said so much without saying anything. I know. Like, was just like, the... was so much oh unloading. God. And I, I, like the entire time, I was like, I can't do this. I need to go hug them. Where are they? <laughs> Somebody. Somebody yeah. get, them, get me to them. Like, so, yeah, it's just, it's, I, they're all very good. Like, it's all very upsetting all the time. We went off, we went off on a whole <laughs> tangent. Where were we? Yeah. Um. Okay, to be honest, I forgot the format, but it's okay. Me too. We're talking about like our favorite. Okay, so my favorite episode, I'm gonna be honest, 
Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to tell you it's episode 10, and you guys will get it. But the people that are hearing this won't get it. But episode 10 is my favorite. But also, I really like Tatiana's, like, whole little monologue in episode 10. I thought it was so funny. I was like, go off, queen. Like, she was talking about all of her plans and how it all makes sense. And I just love a good monologue. Like, that's my favorite thing. That scene it's, was so camp. Yeah, it's that so scene good. was so camp. Like, fuck the queen and fuck your sister. I love that the so much. The way she says that word, the way she announces it, she's like, fuck the queen, fuck your sister, fuck it all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, get into it. This is the There's most so much fun. since you want on the screen. Oh, fuck. I yeah. just love episodes for that because I was like, okay, Tatiana, like, we knew you were bad. Like, you weren't hiding it. But, you know, go off. And then it's my favorite scene. Because, okay, so I love to theorize and, like, do character analysis and, like, figure out what everybody's thoughts. And, like, I like to get into their brains, right? Yes. But Tatiana, like, the scene where she stops the, uh, the guardians from entering that room, and then she, like, waits, and then she goes in, and I'm like, that's so smart, because then you take that control is. of the whole narrative. So I was like, that's so smart. So, like, this episode 10 for me has, like, so many moments that you can kind of see, like, everybody's, like, like they're like at a 10 like they're at like a you know beyond 10 because everybody's doing their best so everybody's like fighting at their best sorry mason everybody is uh um... <laughs> said in the zoom that he was supposed to like defend and there was a whole fight before it just got caught like he had his moment it just got caught i didn't see it okay don't do my boy watch. like that okay he did his he did his best <laughs> So then, but like, okay, so like, and then you see Tatiana's brains working, you see like Lessa stepping up, you see Andre also stepping up and his, like, he's like escaping. So mm-hmm. you see everybody stepping up to like, and like, assess their, and do their thing. So for me, episode 10 is really nice to see like their potential. And then season two comes up and we get to see like how, what happens when they're all like gone and separated. And then my favorite character, now here's the thing. <laughs> my favorite character with the books is Christian because of his snark. But he didn't have that in season one, in the season one, season one. So. I have a toss-up between Jesse and Lissa. And I like Jesse because he's such a douchebag. Yeah, he's such a douchebag. Like, what is he doing with his life? I, I love Silva, personally, more than I love Jesse, yeah. but he's great. No, I, I love him not in the sense of, like, he's, like, I would, like... He's fun he, to he, watch. He's, he's, he's fun, fun yeah. to watch. Like, for me, like, him driving people everywhere, even though he hates people. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is he doing that? And then Lissa... He wants so to be included. Yeah, he's yeah. Uber eggs. He he's like to. fuck you guys but also please notice me yeah he's like i have the car but also don't come in my car okay but um lissa is my favorite in the show she's so like nice and kind and like in the book she doesn't really like in the books i'm rereading it and she's like oh this will rose will protect me and rose will do this for me and in the book and the show she's like i don't want rose to protect like i don't want rose to be like to be like self um codependent on me you know what i mean like it's we're different people i don't want to give all of my stuff to her because she doesn't deserve that. So I think Lissa in the show is so well-rounded and so, like, grounded in what she wants. She's much more Danielle... mature. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. so much... Daniela plays it so well. Like, I don't know people are talking about how the acting and all that stuff, but I think she, like, finds her footing, mm-hmm. and she is Lissa. So, like, that's, for me, my favorite characters and, like, my favorite episode. And then, finally, to Peyton... Yeah, I think it's Peyton. Oh, next. yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody knows who my favorite ship is. Duh. I Actually, I don't. You have to say it again. I am a Romitri defender. And I'm <gasps> a Romitri defender. What? Oh Nobody knew. First and foremost, I am a Dimitri Belikov apologist, and <laughs> I can find just a little baby bird. He hasn't done anything any wrong in his way life. to justify any of his actions, except for Dimitriana Gate. Oh, I can justify this. Like, we'll get into it. We'll get into it in an episode. We'll get but into like, it in ep nine. Yeah. But I, f- I feel better 
not better about it, but like I don't have to really apologize for Dimitri because everybody makes mistakes. I know, but like, <laughs> hey, no, but like Kieran himself mentioned that like he was like nervous about like that being like included because he thought that it would like nullify Dimitri's decision to like choose Rose during the fight to then immediately do the nasty with Tatiana. The nasty. <laughs> Julie confirmed that they had. No, Simon told me to tell you, but he, she did not confirm. She said it was similar to, and but didn't mean they had. Okay, had. wording is important. I'm a Dmitry Belikov apologist, <laughs> yeah. and even if he did, I would apologize on his behalf. <laughs> it's it's fine, but also, okay, another favorite character. No one described the feeling I have about Mia better than my mom. And that that screenshot text I posted where she said, I liked Mia being bitchy, but also a nice person because same. <laughs> like Mia is so relatable and so realistic with the fact that she's like snarky and mean and she like does not hesitate to say what she thinks, but also has like a heart of gold. She's and just, is like a ride or die wants. for the people she cares about. Yeah. So I love that for her. Oh, favorite episodes. I think four and five are art. I think everything surrounding the benchmarks was art. But Everyone do you just knows... think that because of the blood scene, though? Or is it... No. no. <laughs> three, three. So my entire identity on this podcast is going to be Kieran. You know what? It's you're not. So, it's not. You're so valid for that. One of us <laughs> has to be. It's funny because I'm the one on Twitter who's supposed to be the most, like, reined in and the most contained oh. and who goes around, like, calling out other people for being thirsty. <laughs> and then I get on the podcast, like, out from behind my my handle and I'm like, oh my god, guys. The, ma- the mask is coming off. The mask yeah. is coming off. This is how I truly feel. Live your and truth. That's, and, and that's fine. But I really think that the benchmarks were so interesting to watch. And I think like the cinematography and like the color scheme of those episodes, like the golds this and the beautiful. dark and like, oh, I think they're gorgeous. I think they're this beautiful. This show is gorgeous. This show is, is absolutely no. stunning. Also the by lighting, the bisexual yeah. lighting <laughs> throughout most of the series. I'm like. They did that for us. Okay. They did this was a gay, so they were like, we see. I'm yeah. also a, I'm also a Tree <laughs> bisexual truther. Oh and, yes, it's uh, canon. What are you talking about? Is it? It's canon. It's canon. Regarding yeah. benchmark, I think you guys know what my main issue with it is. No. And it's that there's no Meredith. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, she's not in there, which is just sad. But she's uh, not in four, but she's in five, and she's iconic in five. Yes, yeah. she is. But uh, four is good. You're right. Four is good. And ten, that brain was talking about. My favorite thing about ten was like how you can see everything start of like ten. Yes, that's like everything clicks. And, and you're like, oh, they mentioned the Meredith secret, and now it's coming up for the tunnel and Romy Tree and Mason and Lisa and the Queen, and it's just like this whole thing you can Price see happen everything. in real time, yeah. and that's really cool. Yeah, is it my turn now? Yes, for you. Yeah. Hi, it's me again. <laughs> um, okay, so favorite characters. I guess I'll start with that. Um, I don't know if this will come as a surprise, but like, Lissa is my everything. I love her so, so much. And it's like, I think a part of it is just like heavy self projecting onto her. And then the other part of it is just Danny's acting, but like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god she's just so I'm really glad that this show like really um 
elevated everybody's roles because in the books like everyone i feel like in the books everyone has like a strong character for the most part i'm not saying any names but um (laughs) but in the show i feel like everyone like really gets to shine and so like there's a character for everybody and Alyssa is my character um i also like adore mia that's my meow meow that's my little wet cat of a human being she is my everything as well um gosh now i'm rambling (laughs) and you guys went before me and i'm I'm still like wait what am i talking about again um yeah those would be my favorite characters obviously my favorite ship is dragozira because um of course uh yes (laughs) i love orphans okay guys as as your resident orphan i love orphans okay and i love orphans finding love okay (laughs) Um, also found family yeah Yeah. family is a great theme yes um favorite episode i honestly don't know if i could pick a favorite episode like there's i have like favorite parts like i feel like okay i don't know if it's like camp or if it's actually good but the ending of episode five is honestly so epic to me like the song choice the cutting between lissa sonia and rose like i just think it's just so good <laughs> like i rewatched that scene so many times like it's just i don't know is it camp is it epic it's is so it good. both it's amazing. i was so worried about this ending because people people got me scared because they're just like yeah did you see that the knife hit meredith's name i saw i was so upset i'm so gullible i was like oh my god and remember everyone was scared that meredith was gonna die my friend who doesn't watch va she was like teasing me she's like yeah i don't think meredith is gonna make it and i was like you know what get out of my face i've been saying since the beginning you do not touch m&ms and the twins like m&ms and the twins are not touchable you just leave them alone for now just and don't kill the game because she has to be on the console in like four seasons and <laughs> you're like i have a plan okay i have a spreadsheet she is leading the rebellion with silver she's gonna change things she's gonna be on the console with christian and lisa like i need her to survive we need to get the VA writers on the phone and be like, guys, uh-huh. we have a yeah. few ideas. You should let us take control. They need to hire us. We've already established as much. We're gonna see. We're gonna listen to this first guest season. And we're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna always. be like, these guys know what's up, okay? <laughs> but so. my thing with Meredith is, why would they even have her have that whole part about not liking training and she prefers to fight with words if she's not <gasps> gonna be politically active later on? Oh well, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why I loved her from the beginning. The second she said this, I was like, yeah. But my girl like she's clearly i was like dang meredith lawyer era why did i never connect the dots like she's clearly just gonna strategize that's why i've had this whole prediction where she's like part of the rebellion and leading change and she's using the alchemist for that because like guys guys save save these predictions for later we can't we can't we can't play all our cards it's a teaser it's a teaser let's wrap up we're getting out i'm getting out of my okay kata needs to leave so we gotta Okay, she has to go to class. She's trying to turn over a new leaf and actually go to her classes. (laughs) You know what? Tell them that you're a very important podcast host now and you have other duties. All right. So all of our socials, most of them are the same except for Twitter. So Twitter, it's at GaudyTree, PottyTree. And then we have Instagram, Guardians of the Dominion, all one word. We have a TikTok, Guardians of the Dominion, all one word. And our email, which you can send us your theories, your opinions, on the things that we've talked about, things we haven't talked about. You can send us your thoughts and opinions on episode three so we can discuss those for the podcast. Um, my social, where you can find me where I'm the most active, is <laughs> VA underscore shock tracker. 
uh, or I think it's shock <laughs> neck tracker. If you, you guys get confused, shock tracker. If you guys get confused, it's all on our Twitter. Uh, it the is offic- the unofficial. Everything official. is on Twitter. Yes, and also we have Spotify. If you want to check out, uh, we do have Spotify. Yes, our, our playlist. If I have yeah, a whiplash of a playlist, nine hours long. Twitter, check it out. Um, in the pinned tweet and also in our bio, there is a link tree where you can find all of our socials. Just click the link; it'll take you all there. Super easy access for you. And yeah, that's all for me. So shout out to our creative our editors. Ellie, you can find their ads on our Twitter. And then shout out to Val, our creative director, who created our banners and stuff. And then you'll find all of her information on our Twitter as well. That is a wrap <laughs> on our very first official episode, mini episode of the podcast. Next time that we see you guys, we'll be talking about episodes one and two of Vampire Academy. And we'll see you there. Does anyone else have anything to say? Because I space out. November 20, guys. Check it out. November 20th, we will see you (laughs) on Sunday. God's day. God's coming. We are coming. There's a new God E tree now, E tree. Yeah. (laughs) There's a new God E tree now, E tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, horrible. That's so good. (laughs) Yes. You guys can see more humor like this, or rather, listen to more humor like this every Sunday. No. Brought to you by Sunday. Twice a month. Twice a month. We are twice a month, guys. This is very chaotic. We um we will be way more organized next time because um your host forgot to bring their notes. Your co-host will your co-host will sing you off. (laughs) This could be the start of of something new. It feels so right to be here with you. That was the most cursed thing I've ever heard in my life. That's right. Don't try this at home, kids. That's where we were going. That's oh. that's really embarrassing. I'm gonna go now. Bye. VA <laughs> Stock Tracker signing off. See you Sunday. See you. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'll talk to you guys bye. soon. Bye. 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 Hello. This is Vivian Theo here. Just wanted to restate all the information at the end because it got a little chaotic back there. Next time we see you, we'll be talking about episodes 1 and 2 of Vampire Academy, which will come out Sunday, November 20th. After that, we'll discuss each episode individually every other Sunday. So, yeah. Thank you for listening, and see you then.